For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Marcos Viegas, founder of Fight Up TV, and our guest today is the undefeated former super middleweight champion of the world, David Benavides. David speaks on his new focus and outlook on life since having his first child, why he feels he is the only fighter at super middleweight that can actually beat Canelo Alvarez, why hasn't a fight between him and his arch nemesis, Caleb Plant, happened, and his reaction to Jamal Charlo's recent callout. Before we start, make sure to give us a five-star review and subscribe to our YouTube channel for the video version of this interview. Buckle up. This one's a good one. Enjoy. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Marcos Viegas. Welcome to Fight Up TV. And now I am being joined with David Benavides, who makes his anticipated boxing return once more on March 13th, taking on Mr. Ronald Ellis on Showtime, an opponent that's 18-1-2. David's been in camp in Big Bear for, wow, man, I want to say uh, two, three months now, right, David? Yeah, it's been about 11 weeks right now, so almost like two months and a half, something like that. But, um, you know, this is this is the type of thing you got to do, you know, if you're really serious about boxing, you know, I'd rather have a long camp than a short camp anytime. So, um. You know, I'm training very hard. You know, obviously, I missed weight last camp. So, you know, we're working on the weight, um, working on the stamina, working on new things I haven't worked on before. But, you know, everything is going, you know, marvelous. Everything is going great. So I can't wait to put a great performance on March 13. <laughs> if you guys are wondering, if you're looking at David right now and you're like, what the heck? Is he in the bathroom? He is. <laughs> He's in the bathroom right now because he needs to get a, a clear signal. But I don't think you've ever done an interview in the bathroom, right? It's because the signals right here don't work. So I had to <laughs> be by the door. So nice. You put me on blast. I got to show everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, city. Yeah, he's he's in the bathroom, not, but yeah, they, and, you know, there's no signal. The so. You're not, not to get cut the- off. I shit right here, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's no, I'm not taking a shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's not using the bathroom while he's doing this interview, which uh, <laughs> hey David, man. Um are you at a point now being so many weeks in Big Bear that you just want to get out of there now? No, man. I enjoy every day I have in the gym. You know, I'm extremely um I love to train hard and, you know, just seeing where my career is at right now, I have a lot of things to look forward to in this upcoming year. I know the big fights are coming, so the more time I get to perfect my craft, you know, the better time it is for me. I actually, I love what, I'm, what, what I do. I love my job. You know, this is not a job to me. This is going out there and doing what I love to do and then performing. The only thing that does suck is that I'm not, um, I haven't been around my son. You know, I just have my son and he's five months now. I've been gone for two and a half months. And, you know, I left when he was two months and now he's five months. So uh, that's the only thing that sucks right now. I'm just being away from my family, being away from my girlfriend. But, you know, what I'm doing here, this work is for them. You know, this at the end of the day, this work is for my family. And, you know, I just uh, want to show my son that sometimes if you want to be great in life, you know, you got to pursue, you got to do, 
you got to do some stuff that a lot of people, other people wouldn't do. You know, I left the week, I left the week of my birthday. You know, I left De uh, December 14th. My birthday was December 17th. You know, my, my son's first Christmas, his first New Year's. And um, I didn't have to leave. You know, 13 weeks is more than enough uh, training time for anybody, you know. But I made the decision myself to leave um, because I wanted to get the most out of my camp. I wanted to do the best. And, you know, sometimes you got to make the, the you got to make hard sacrifices, but that's what leads you to become a world champion. Does it make the training and the days go by quicker knowing that now, and I know this sounds cliche, but you literally have something to fight for. You're, you know, you're, you're fighting for a better well-being for, you know, your new family. Yeah, definitely. I, I feel like I have a whole different type of motivation now. You know, sometimes um, I'll get back to my house, you know, after a hard day of work. And I'm like, man, fuck, like, it's just, it's hard to keep going. And then I just pick up my phone and I, I see videos of my son and, you know, I FaceTime him and he's getting bigger and bigger. And it just, it, it gives me even more motivation, more life. So I definitely feel like I have, I'm more motivated and more focused than I've ever been in my life. You know, I, I'm not a father yet. I haven't had any kids. Um, but, uh, you know, how is that mentality switch, that mentality change, even, even the life change, you know, for, for someone that, like yourself, who, who was young, um, that had a lot of success um, already uh, and, and transitioning into this? Well, give me the, the transition from, um, you know, making a whole lot of money and doing whatever you want to do, you know, and then you get, um, you lose your title, you know, you're just doing dumb stuff. And then you have a son. And then now you feel like, you know, just going forward, you know, my son gets older, you know, he's going to be able to look back on my life and see what I'm doing. So I just, just, I wanted to be a good man for him and to set an example. You know what I mean? Um, but it's not, it's not hard. It's not like I'm trying to do it. So, oh, I got to change. I got to change because I just want to, because I want to show my son that, you know, I was really a good man and, you know, I'm doing exactly the stuff I have to do for him. And, you know, at the end of the day, I've always felt like, you know, I've always wanted a son because I felt like it was going to change my life drastically and I was going to become this type of man. And I feel the changes, you know, just being in camp, the way I think, you know, the, my my goals, everything has is, is changed just because of my son and my girlfriend. So, you know, I'm, I'm just very happy with, with, with the way my life is going now. And, you know, um, and I feel like it's happening at the right time because now around this time, maybe this uh you know i have this fight and then the next fight's gonna be big and then possibly next year's gonna be even bigger so i'm at i'm, I'm at the perfect state of mind mentally and you know i'm i'm, ex I'm excited to look forward to the future you, know, you mentioned you know th this has brought out uh, more motivation has brought out different goals bigger goals for you what are those bigger goals that, that you have in mind for yourself in your career uh since having this life change uh having your son well just being um just being a role model, you know, just being that person that everybody wants me to be. You know, my company, Al Heyman, you know, Samson Lukowitz, Luis Tacubas, they all, they all expect, uh, they all, you know, expect a lot of things out of me. And, you know, I understand that now. And now I just got to be professional and because I know I can accomplish all this. I know I could be unified world champion. I know I could be the best. All I got to do is just be focused. And now that I got the other, my, uh, my son as the, the new element to my focus and my success. You know, I feel like that's possible right now. And, um, you know, I'm just, like I said, I'm just very excited. I've been working extremely hard, extremely hard. This is probably the best training camp I've had. And, um, 
And, you know, the last time I trained in Big Bear was for Porky Medina's fight. And when I'm here now, I realize why haven't I come, come back sooner? You know, I just I go to a different level mentally and physically. And, you know, this is this is where I get the best out of myself. And this is where I'm going to continue to come for years to come, because, you know, I, I, I feel like my fans, they deserve the best out of me always. And they deserve 100 percent out of me in the gym and in the fight. So this is exactly why I'm going to keep coming back. And I know, and I, I know, I know I'm going to be the undisputed champion and I know I'm going to be the one to beat Canelo. So I'm just waiting for the opportunities. And then the goal, the main goal is to get my title back and to beat Canelo. And that's going to, that's, I'm going to make that happen. Now, speaking of, of that, you know, what do you make of Yildrim getting the number one mandatory? You know, a lot of people, would maybe think like, hey, you know, you were the world champion. Yeah, you you did lose it on the scale, but you never technically lost your belt. You no one beat you for it. Why didn't David get this number one spot? Why isn't David being pushed into like a, a mandatory or close to a mandatory position with Canelo? You know, I feel like I definitely deserve the mandatory spot to fight Canelo. But you know, if you look at it, Ildrum, he's been there. He's 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 the mandatory since he lost the to Anthony Durrell two years ago. So, you know, I mean, I really don't have a problem with that. You know, I feel like Canelo just wants to stay active and that's probably the easiest fight available to him. And it works out both ways, man. Uh, Ildrum, you know, at the end of the day, every fighter deserves to get paid and every fighter deserves to, you know, make as much money as they can. So I feel like if I was going to fight Ildrum, I was going to knock him out easy. At least now he's going to get knocked out easy, but he's going to make way more money. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's a business. But, um, you know, he was there. He had a spot. He had earned his spot, too, and he was there for a while, almost. But he hasn't fought in two years. So, I mean, he, um, he gets his spot. He gets his opportunity, and he gets his big payday. So, I mean, it worked out good for him. I must imagine, though, that it hurt to lose the title, right? Oh, of course. And, and to see, you know, that Canelo ended up fighting for it. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, the thing, the thing that's, that I have to say about that is when I had the title, you know, Canelo – never mentioned me you know i never even there was never even talks about me fighting with canelo but he everybody in super middleweight all the champions in super middleweight you know they got the call they got something they got some form form of communication with him i never got nothing at all so i mean it's just there's a reason why i didn't i wasn't mentioned in that you know it's because i'm a big threat and everybody knows that but you know i mean it is what it is um like i said i'm gonna i'm gonna come back Either way, it does not matter. You know, I'm 24. I just turned 24 years old. You know, I mean, if they don't get me now, you know, they're making a big mistake if they get me in the future because I'm feel I'm feeling extremely strong now. You know, I feel like I'm coming into my, you know, my uh my prime years. Not 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 prime years yet, but getting close to it. You know, my my man strength is coming in. I feel like I hit way harder now, and it's just the dedication and uh, everything I have right now that motivates me is my son, obviously you know, all the people that support me. So, you know, I, um, if they, they're going to be in trouble if they get me later in the future. I mean, that's why I'm not even worried, but I still have at least 10 years in this game. So, you know, if it, you know, I'm going to be ready for the next opportunity. So you'll still be campaigning then at 168. You're, you're not going to move up to 175. I mean, if I move up to 175, it's because, you know, it makes sense. You know, as I see it right now, I only fight two, three times a year. So, you know, it's just only seven pounds, you know. I mean, I'm going to try to keep making with 68 until I can no more. And, you know, I feel like with a good diet, you know, the right, you know, the right diet, the right workouts, everything, I can make 168. But if there's an opportunity that comes at 175, I'm definitely going to take the opportunity at 175. I mean, it, it right now, I, I feel like, you know, I just want to, I want to make the biggest hap, fights happen for me possible. 
you know, I want the biggest names. You know, I've been professional almost nine years now. I feel like, you know, it's time for some, for some excitement. You know, I want to fight. I want to fight the big guys. I want to fight the big names. And I don't want, I don't want to prove, I don't want to just prove to everybody else, but I, I want to prove to myself that I am the best and I do belong here. And that's exactly what we're going to do. Now, what do you make of Canelo saying that, you know, he, he plans to, to be undisputed at 168. Um, the plan is for him to fight Saunders and then Caleb Plant um, for his goals for this year to be uh, undisputed. Do you think that you can get to a Canelo fight after he does all that, like at the end of the year or starting in, in 2022? I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't mean, I don't know if, you know, he has a history of vacating the title sometimes when he when he's meant to fight in a, a strong mandatory, you know, and he knows I'm a threat, you know, as much as they want to say that I don't have experience, this and that, I have problems with weight, you know, at the end of the day, they haven't taken the fight. And they've been leaving me for last because I'm the, the hardest out of the bunch. I'm the best out of the, all the other fighters he's fought. So I, that's why he hasn't, you know, accepted a fight with me. You know, if I was such an easy target, he would have took me out from the beginning. He would have taken my WBC title back then. And he hasn't, he never won. I never had a conversation. I've never, our teams never talked about making the fight happen. So, I mean, if that happens it's for a reason, so um, I'm just going to do exactly what I have to do. I'm going to win this title eliminator then maybe fight Anthony Durrell because he's fighting a title eliminator as well. So if he decides, if Canelo decides to vacate his title to, to avoid a fight with me, then that's what happens. My job is still going back and get my title from whoever, whoever has it. It doesn't matter. My job is to get my title. But Yeah, because you, you beat Durrell. So to fans, it'd be like, well, what's the point of fighting him again? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's politics. You know, if, if that's the way it's set up, that's the way it's set up. You know, I can't I can't complain about something, especially I'm not going to complain about a fighter, find a fighter that I already stopped. I mean, if that's why I have to fight, I'll stop him again and I'll stop him worse this time. The thing that people don't realize about the first fight is I had I was suspended for a year. Um, a little and I didn't fight for more than 12 months. So it was like 13, 14 months I was out. And the first fight I had back was against Jay Leon Love for two rounds. So I didn't have the experience. I mean, I had the experience, but I just, I was a little bit rusty when I fought Darrell, but I still stopped him. You know, I've been more active now. You know, by the time, I, if I do fight him again, I'm going to have three fights already since I, last time I fought him. So, you know, um, I feel way better, and I feel like it would be a way easier stoppage this time coming around. Do you think uh, by the end of the year, Canelo will be um, undisputed, or, or do you see, you know, Saunders and Plant potentially maybe – upsetting him and you going into fights with them instead of Canelo? Um, to be honest, I don't think anybody, I don't think they beat Canelo. But to be, uh, if I'm just being honest too, I really don't care who has the titles. I don't care. My job is to go in there and beat whoever it is. If it's, if it's uh, Caleb, Caleb Plant, if it's Canelo, if it's Billy Joe Sanders, my, my mission is still the same. It's just again, it's going to be against a different person. You know, I would love to fight Canelo more than everybody because I feel like if you beat Canelo, it's more of a statement and it's a bigger, it's a, it's a, it's a longer lasting legacy in your career. You know what I mean? And so that's ba basically the, the staple in your career. But um, it doesn't matter to me. I'm ready for whoever. You got to imagine, and I know people have said it, that you and Canelo is a huge fight. It's a big fight, and you got to know. You keep winning, you get a belt again. And I, I don't even think you need a belt for a Canelo fight, to be honest. If you just keep winning, your path and his path is gonna eventually going to come. Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, um, 
my type of fighting style and the type of excitement I bring in my fights that it's the 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 people are gonna want it. They're gonna keep asking for it. They're gonna keep asking for it, and eventually it's gonna have to happen. But um, I understand that it was my fault that he's um that I don't have the title. Canelo's looking to unify titles, so you know I have to take. You have to go to the back of the line, and I'm completely fine with that. You know, and whoever they had, that whoever I need to get past to get to that spot, or to just to get to whatever champ to to any other champion, I'm I'm willing to fight whoever. I, I really don't care. My my career right now is I just want to be the best, and I want to show everybody I'm the best. And whoever they want me to fight, whoever they want me to beat, it doesn't really matter to me. Everybody, everybody in is a target right now, and my job is just to to prepare very well, train as hard as I can, and go out there and win the fights. In terms of you and Canelo, you know, I've spoken to a lot of people about this, um, and they've all said that if there's one person at 168 pounds that can beat Canelo, it's you. You know, I spoke to Abel. Abel told me that. I spoke to Boom Boom Mancini. He told me you. Uh, I spoke to Joel Diaz. He said you. You know, a lot of trainers feel that you have what it takes uh, to be able to give someone like Canelo problems. And it's because... Him. The reason why these people are saying that these people have years and years and years of experience and they know what they see is because, you know, I have the tools, you know, I'm not, I'm not like a freaking, I'm not a Caleb Plant. I'm not a Colm Smith. Caleb Plant, you know, he doesn't have no power. Colm Smith, he only has one gear. You know what I mean? He doesn't have a good jab. I, you know, I'm a vicious body, body puncher. I got an amazing jab, very strong jab. I hit hard, you know, and I, I, my, my ring IQ is good. You know, I know exactly what I'm doing in there. And I'm not scared of Canelo. You know, these past guys have been fighting look like they're scared of Canelo. I know that if I beat Canelo, my life changes. And everything I've ever wanted, I get it right there. So that's that's just knowing that, that I only have to get through one guy for my life to change drastically. You know, it's, there's no other freaking, you know, that's, 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 the, that's the freaking icing on the cake right there. You know what I mean? I got my own family. You know, I got my people that support me. And. I'm extremely motivated, you know, as all I need is opportunity and that training camp will be the hardest I've ever, I will ever, ever train in my life. Not the hardest I'll ever train in my life, but up to this date, you know, there's going to be a lot of motivation to it because I know that, you know, if I be, it's not only not even my life changes, but I'm going to be in history forever. I'll be in history forever as the one person who beat Canelo besides Mayweather, besides the great Mayweather. So that's, that's all the motivation I need, you know, to get me to that place mentally and physically. And that's the only thing I need. But like I said, I just turned 24. You know, if they don't get me now, it's a mistake for them. If they give me more time, they give me more. I get more experience. I get stronger. You know, it's it's gonna it's gonna be um, and it's gonna be a great fight, man. I'm not I'm not saying I'm gonna go in there wipe Canelo out. Oh, he's trash. It's, I'm not. Canelo's an amazing fighter. I he's probably one of the best Mexican fighters in the history of Mexico. He top top five at least. So for me, just to say. I have an opportunity to get in the ring and fight with Canelo. And if I train hard enough to beat Canelo, man, I just, I just get motivated just talking about, I'm about to go to the fucking gym right now. Go hit the bag. You know what I mean? It's, it's just, you know, it's, it, it's, it's just crazy, you know, but this is everything I wanted, you know? Um, so we're going to, we're going to train extremely hard and, you know, it'd be cool if I beat Canelo, I could tell my son, like, Oh, I'm the only other person besides Mayweather beat Canelo, you know? So, that that I'm very motivated for that. How does someone beat this 2020 version of Canelo? Well, for one, you can't be scared. You got to be constant. You know, I feel like some people are they're just 
they'll make Canelo make them miss a couple times and then they'll get scared or they don't want to throw back. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. I mean, everybody teaches their own, you know, to each, you know, people have their own motivation in their head, but you know, I, I feel like this is everything for me. If I get them in the ring, we're definitely going to be working on so much stuff. You know, I work on a lot of stuff already that other people don't work on. You know what I mean? My body shots are, when I throw my right hooks from a distance and I get back out, you know, who else does that? Well, hard body shots, my jabs, left hooks, the body's uppercuts. You know what I mean? Um, just a lot of stuff I could do. You know, obviously I got to keep watching tape on Canelo, but you just, you just got to evolve and you just got to be, you got, you got to keep thinking, thinking. You can't throw the same shit over and over again and you can't throw slow. You know what I mean? It has to be, it has to be a very good game plan, but I feel like we could put together something. And I feel like, yeah, I mean, I'm taller. I'm younger. I, this is my weight. I'm stronger than Canelo. This is my weight. You know, I feel like I'm way stronger than Canelo. So, I mean, there's a – just self-belief, man. Just self-belief. Just believe in yourself. You know, so if you put your mind to it, you believe in yourself and you train hard, you know, you could you could conquer anything. You know, he's been uh, – Canelo's been beat already, but by a great – but he could be beat again, you know. Um, it's just up to the person. It's just up to the person. It's just I'm not gonna take no for an answer. Man, I, I was I'm I'm trying to play like what, like this fight like style wise, and I'm like, man, like that that's just a great fight because I could see. And but look at this. This like, is the thing about this yeah. too. Canelo, I'm not gonna fucking run from Canelo, mm -hmm. and Canelo's been coming forward lately. You know, he has good head movement. He has all that, but I'm gonna be in there constantly working. I'm going to be up here in Big Bear, too, if I get that fight. I, you know, I go 15 rounds. As far as I do not get tired. Mm -hmm. I don't get tired. You know, and if, if, I'm, if I'm training up here in Big Bear, I guarantee you I will go 12 rounds without getting tired, throwing, 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 throwing. You know, it's just – it's going to be – it will be a great fight, man. It will be an amazing fight. You know, Canelo doesn't back up. I'm not going to back up from him either. You know, I'm not scared of him. You know, um. So it was, yeah, it was probably it'll be an amazing fight. That's all I can say, man. It'll be an amazing fight, but I will come on out on top. Yeah, no, I, I was just thinking off the top of my head. I think a, a big uh, advantage for you is is probably going to be your volume and, and your pressure because we've seen it in fights in the past. Canelo does tend to slow down a little bit in the middle rounds, and I'm thinking, okay, if he has a bigger guy that's active and just keeps going, keeps going, keeps going at him, and forces him to move, 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 and cut the ring off, I'm like, ah, oh, okay. Things get interesting there. But it's like this, too. Like, the dudes that fight him, they let him – they're, on, they're only throwing one shot. You can't just keep throwing one shot. Canelo, he sees it from a mile away. You got to throw at least three, four shots. Okay, if three miss, the last one hits, and I'm good with that. You know, maybe mm -hmm. the last ones will be the one to hurt him. But these – I don't know. The people that fight him, they don't really have that mentality. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't understand. Um, but maybe I think it was what messed up Callum Smith is that he had four weeks to get ready. You know, I mean, everybody can say, oh, Canelo have four weeks to get ready. But that dude knew he was in a fight by the end of the year. You know, you're a fucking idiot if you think that he wasn't training by October or November. Mm. He had more than four weeks. You know, and Calum Smith did not even he – he didn't have four weeks. He had three weeks in the gym, and the last week was in Texas. Losing the rest of the weight, that's – you know, three weeks for the biggest fight of your life, that's honestly a little bit disrespectful, you know, that his, that his promotion would do that to him because Eddie Hearn had him before he had Canelo. And that was his guy when he won the Super Six tournament. How happy was Eddie Hearn was, and then now he just throws him for you know four week training camp. Oh yeah, you know I mean I I I kind of see that a little messed up, but I mean it's business. It is what it is. With this win, man, I know it's it's a hot topic. Uh, I I know you know it, it's very subjective, but uh, do you think Canelo's pound for pound with this win? 
Yeah, definitely. Definitely. He's a great fighter. I take nothing from him. And then, you know, I feel like people like just they think I'm talking shit about Canelo. I never talk shit about Canelo. I always give him his respect, but what do you want me to do? I, he's in my weight division. What's am I just oh oh he's the best? I don't never want to fight him. Like what the fuck? Like <laughs> of course I want the opportunity too. Like people are stupid. Like I don't understand. Like you guys want me okay if I duck fighters, I'd be a pussy not duck fighters. But now since I call people out, oh I'm fucking piece of shit. I'm hating on everybody. Like it makes no sense, but <laughs> it's just funny, you know. That's how you get fights, man. That's how yeah. you get fights. You got to call people out. And at the yeah. end of the day, you know, uh, you're a, a competitor. You're a, a guy that wants to be challenged. And that's, you know, that's what, like, all right. It, here's the other thing. Like, it, it's a component where you, you got to almost, like, try to sell yourself to get these fights, you know? So you, yeah. you got to do a, a bit of, like, talking to, to drum up interest in a fight that you want. You know, and it, that brings, like, more interest, you know, from – Crowd, you know, people want to say, oh, he's talking shit. But then they'll be like, oh, I'm going to pay for him. So I want to see him get beat up. But at the end of the day, that brings you more revenue. You know what I mean? The more people that watch you, the more money you can negotiate with your, your company, the fighters, all that. You know what I mean? So, you know, like, um, you know, I learned from my brother, too, when he fought Crawford. You know, everybody's talking shit, obviously. But he talked so much. That what was that? That was the highest viewed fight of the year. You know, what I mean, it was everybody was watching that fight. You know what I mean? So you got that's the type of shit you got to do sometimes. I mean, it's cool to be humble sometimes, but then you got you got to have both sides to you. You know, you got to have both sides. You got to know. But sometimes I think people just get caught up in that little character that they build for themselves, like your boy Caleb Plant. <laughs> he builds a fucking character up in his head. He thinks he's a killer, but he has eleven knockouts. You know, what I mean, it's just. You're not a fucking killer, you know what I mean? It's cool, you know, maybe humble, be humble sometimes, but some people, they take it, they get it in their fucking head that they're killers and this and that, and they're really not. And they, it's because they get lost in their character. Oh, Caleb Plant uh, fought uh, Caleb Truax a, a few weeks back, um, and a lot of people said that they expected him to to put on a spectacular performance against Caleb Truax, uh, knock him out. He, he went to distance. Obviously, your name and his name has have been swirling for a long, long time already. Uh, one, what'd you make uh, of his performance against Truax? And two, man, uh, we're talking and talking about this fight. When are we going to see it? Well, I've been trying to get that fight made. You know, it's, that's not my fault. You know, Caleb Plant, you know, he's the one that doesn't want to get the fight made. He's sitting now. He's waiting for Canelo. We honestly could have fought this time when he fought Caleb Truex. I was in camp. He was in camp. Why would he go get up against the guy that Anthony Durrell knocked out? When I, I, I should have been number one to fight for his title. I mean, it would have been an interesting fight. It would have been a great fight. You know what I mean? I feel like that's the type of fight that our company needed. But, you know, he doesn't want to fight. You know, he tries to talk all this shit. He tries to act like he's the best. He's not scared of anybody. But why hasn't he taken the fight? Like I said, if I was such an easy target, people would have taken me out or Caleb Plant would have taken me out. Or if, he's, if it's as easy as he says he is, I mean, he's his own boss. He can make the fight happen, but he doesn't want to make it happen. But um, uh, with this performance against Caleb Truex, I mean, what, what, it's a guy, he fought a guy, how old is he, 39 years old, 38? A guy over his hill, a guy who's been knocked out by a guy I fought, a guy that I stopped. You know what I mean? So... I don't know what to tell you. I mean, some people say it wasn't a good performance. Some say some people say it was a spectacular performance. I didn't really see nothing that I was too impressed about. If you can't stop a guy who doesn't even throw anything at you, who's 
he's receiving all the shots. You could hit him with every single shot and you can't stop him. That says something about yourself. And if you think you're the best, like how you say you're the best, he says he has better footwork than anybody. He has better speed than anybody. He has better angles than everybody. He's, a, he's supposedly the pinnacle of boxing, but he can't stop a fighter that's 39 years old that's been knocked out multiple times. I mean, that, that just says it all by itself right there. Man, I want to see this fight so bad, dude. Yeah. Well, it's well, so yeah, frustrating. Well, yeah, he's, your, he's your friend, isn't he? Tell, ask him. Tell him, to grow a fucking pair, tell him to grow a pair of balls and sign a contract. I like where I'm right here from. I like both of you guys, to be honest. Like, <laughs> you know? Like, you guys are both yeah. cool people. You guys are both cool people, man. Um, But, damn. It, you know, it's just a bummer. It, 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 it's a bummer. Uh, you know, obviously, COVID, you know, has thrown a lot of things um just made them all wacky because honestly like that that's a fight that if you were to have here in LA if you were to go to Texas you would sell out and, and i think that that just adds so much more to the atmosphere and then the same if if you were to fight a canelo yeah you know it is definitely fighting in a in a place with no fight uh, no fans problem with the mohegan sun it's a great venue you know i love the everything about it but with no fans, man, it's, it's, it's weird, man. It's, I, I think I we make even more noise in the sparring sessions than in the fights over at the Mohegan Sun. It's just a, a, a different element missing to a fight that actually makes the fight. You know what I mean? It's just different. I don't know if you've been at the, any of the fights, you know, with uh, in the bubble and stuff, but it's, it's just different. But I feel like this is what we have to go through. We have to adapt to this stuff. But uh, hopefully this is one of the last bubbles I fight in because um, – I miss the fans. I miss interacting with the fans. I miss hearing them cheer. I miss hearing them go crazy when I land a big shot or stop somebody. You know what I mean? So uh, hopefully things go back to normal soon. Bro, everybody is calling you out or, or wants fights with you. You got Caleb Plant. You got Canelo. And then a few weeks ago, maybe a month or more ago, Charlo. And I was like, wow, like that's an awesome well, fight. Well, if they really wanted to call me out, the fight would be made happen. Or they're not calling me out. They're talking shit for Instagram. They're talking shit for social media. I don't really be on social media and stuff like that because I make stuff happen in real life. You know, Charlie, you said Charlo called me out. He said he, he was going to knock me out. I told him, I accept your challenge this fight. I'll knock you the fuck out too. And then he said I needed a, a COVID vaccine. Then he said he wouldn't find nobody under 25. So this is nothing but excuses, bro. This is excuse after excuse for everybody. You know, I mean, I'm really down to make fights with whoever. You know, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, you know, I've been professional eight years already. You know, now I'm getting kind of frustrated because I want to prove myself to the fans. And I want I want them big fights. And I feel like I've paid my dues. And I feel like, I, I, you know, it's my turn to have these big fights. But if nobody wants to fight, you know, they just talk all this shit on Instagram. That's not real life. You know, if you want to fight me, if you want to show me how tough you are, how gangster you are, see me in the ring. Yeah, what'd you make when you heard the the whole vaccine and then under twenty five thing? Yeah, it was. I don't know, bro. It was, honestly, it was weird. It was weird. And now he said that he's not. He's not. He's not going up to one sixty eight to catch him at a catch weight. I just feel like people don't think I'm going to respond because they think I'm young and they think that I'm scared. I'm not scared of nobody. I told I'm not scared of anybody. I would fight anybody, but. When somebody like defends himself and actually responds, and I show them that how the balls go against whoever, then they start to backpedal a little bit, you know. So I mean, at the end of the day, for me, I'm gonna be training here. I'm gonna be in Big Bear training, you know, for for the rest of my career. I'm gonna be here training Big Bear, and I'm gonna be ready for whoever. Whenever they're ready, tell them to let me know, and I'll be ready too. I think 
that's why a lot of fans like you so much because you know you're a no-nonsense guy but you're also you know the energy that you project is what they really get like what you say is really what you mean and it's not you know smoke and mirrors with you yeah i mean it's just that's the way i was raised you know that's the way how my career came about you know because when i didn't when i started boxing when i started my professional career i didn't have no respect basically i wasn't i didn't have national titles i didn't have any of that you know the only thing i had you know was uh the sparring sessions you know that i really had a show that had balls in the ring with these with, with these world champions from 15 years old and you know i just love getting the respect from people i love doing the stuff that people said i can't do and i've just always been a straightforward guy i feel like you know if i'm gonna if I want to be, if I want to leave a great legacy behind, I have to go and take all the best fights. And I feel like what people don't understand now is people, these fighters, they just want to get big money fights without even fighting anybody big. I feel like you earn the big money fights while beating the great fighters first. And then your, your career skyrockets after you win a big fight like that. Like Pacquiao, how much did he get when he fought, when he knocked out Barrera the first time? I don't think he got more than a hundred, a hundred, a hundred uh, thousand. You know, he beat Marquez. I don't think he got more than, for the first Marquez fight, I don't think he got more than 200000 You know, but then after he beats these fights, you know, then he started making $40 million, You know, he, then he started, the money started showing. So I feel like it's just these people or these other fighters, they just want to get paid $10 million, $20 million off the bat without even proving themselves, and that's not going to happen. But, you know, me, I want to fight the big fights and eventually get there. That's why I like I don't I don't mind taking, you know, a little bit of money, you know, just to fight a Charlo or to fight a Caleb Plant. Because I feel like once I beat them, then you know my career skyrockets. So I mean I, I'm just looking for the best fights right now. And you know, for my fans too. I want to see some good footage. You know, I love to watch I love watching myself, you know, when um when I'm at home. I love watching a good fight. So I feel like I'm in a position to give them good fights. So well, I'm trying to give him as, as much good fights as I can. I think you and Teofimo Lopez are the only two fighters that I've heard in the last few years that say, you know, the, who cares about the money? Fight the fights. The money will come once you beat the guys you're supposed to beat. And, you know, w what you mentioned uh, right now with, you know, it, it seems that it's all about the money um, instead of uh, fighting the big challenges. You know, what do you think? we went wrong there. Well, why is that the prevalent thought now and yours, you and Teo are so different with your attitudes towards this? I think just everybody thinks they're Mayweather. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody, you know, they try to fight like Mayweather. They think they're Mayweather. You know, they want to make Mayweather money, but you know, before Mayweather, uh, Floyd Mayweather's money, Mayweather, when he was pretty boy Floyd, who did he beat everybody? And he was knocking people out. You know, he literally beat everybody. You know, from 130 to one, uh, was it? Yeah, from 130 all the way to 147, he cleared out the whole division. And he didn't really start making big money until he was like 28 years old, 27 years old. I mean, he had been fighting when he turned pro at 20. So it took him eight years to beat everybody. To, and then he, he got to the big money eventually. You know what I mean? So that's like everybody wants to take the Mayweather route, but they don't want to face the best and you know actually give, give the fans great fights and i just to me i just i just want to fight you know i feel like i need a little bit more excitement in my career i've been professional eight years and i just want the big fights that's that's it i just want to fight the big fights
So, so how does the the rest of twenty uh, twenty one look for you, David? You you get through this fight, you win, and, and then from what you've heard from your team, what what's out there um, the next few months? Is it looking like a um, elimination bout, and then going into that big fight that you want? Well, maybe, man. I don't know. There's a uh, the good thing about right now is there's there's more than one fighter. You know, there's there's a lot of opportunities right now. Maybe Charlo. You know, he wants to grow a set of balls. Maybe we could get a fight in with Charlo or Caleb Plant. You know, it, it, it doesn't matter. Honestly, um, I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm obviously going to go home, you know, enjoy my family for a little bit, then come back into training camp and see what's, what, uh, what's, what's offered on the table. And, you know, whatever, whatever route it is, you know, expect a good fight from David Benavides. You know, I'm going to be ready for it. whatever, whoever, and whenever. I'm going to be extremely ready. Man, I love it. David Benavides uh, returns to the ring. March 13th on Showtime going up against Ronald Ellis. Hey, David, man, uh, it was good uh, catching up with you. Uh, I like having these chats with you. Um, it's, it's always great uh, talking with you. Uh, what do you uh, want to send out there to, uh, to everybody uh, from what to expect from you uh, this night and, and in the rest of the year? I just want to tell everybody, you know, thank you for this, the love and support again. I wouldn't be able to do this without each one of my fans, you know, because – all my fans give me the motivation. I need to go out there every day to run that extra mile, to do the extra extra rounds in the gym. So, you know, I'm very grateful for all. Right, you know, I just want to tell everybody, man, the last time I trained in Big Bear is when I fought Pork in Medina. So, I mean, it feels like it's going to be another shoe shine type of knockout. You know, I'm feeling very good, very, feeling very strong, very motivated. So I can't wait to get in there and put on a great performance. There you go. The young, undefeated David Benavides. Thank you so much, man. Thank you, brother. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.